Welcome to Dr. 3, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard rank ladder. I'm your host, Daring Alkaline, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Dragon Rider and Major Death. So we got a we got a big show this week. So let's not let's not dawdle. Like like, like something happened over the weekend. Yeah, it's, all, it's almost if there was a a big convention yeah. where a lot of news happened, and that's pretty much we're, what we're going to be talking about this week. So let's yes. go into last week's poll question, Mage. All right, last week's poll question. We were leading up to BlizzCon online, and we asked you, "What do you most?" want to see announced at blizzcon online we had 32 votes thank you to everyone that voted 37.5 percent said the most important most wanted to see core set information and we did get a little bit of that uh 28.1 said new game mode that same percentage 28.1 said they want to hear about the new expansion both things we heard about and 6.3% said other, of which those comments were Sam Sees Ghost said, I'm just excited for the rotation. And uh, Steven Sensei said, I want all the above. And which Dragon Rider commented, I want all the above as well. So it's all very so good things. You. Yes. And we did get all the things. So uh, that yeah, worked out we really did. well for. <laughs> For those of us who said we don't want just one thing, we want all the things. So thank you to all of you that voted. We're going to have a poll question at the end of this week's episode, and uh, we look forward to hearing your thoughts. And who wouldn't want it all? And let's start out with the news this week, which is going to be basically our main topic. Ah, wow. Team 5 announces Year of the Griffin. Forged in Baron's expansion and Hearthstone Mercenaries at BlizzCon Online. So, first up we have the new Hearthstone year, the Year of the Griffin. New features include a rotating core set, set rotation, shaman updates, and updates for new uh, slash returning player experience. So the core set will contain 235 cards and it replaces the basic and classic cards in standard. Rise of Shadows, Saviors of Old Doom, and Descent of Dragons, which includes Galkron's Awakening, and Demon Hunter Initiate set will rotate to the to wild. So this is this is big for Shaman. Shaman will we get some card buffs that will be in the core set. So first off, we have Feral Spirits now has one overload instead of two. Lightning Storm does three damage to all enemy minions instead of two to three, which is incredible. Like that is just such a huge thing for Lightning Storm because it was always like, uh, I need to high roll, and then it's all twos. Yeah. Oops, all twos, yeah. lightning storm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, no more guessing. Yeah, no more guessing. You know exactly what you're getting out of it. And for a an AoE like that, that it makes a lot of sense. And then Earth Elemental has two overload instead of three, which is the five mana, seven, eight taunt. Um, it will now be two overload as opposed to three. So, Shaman also gets a change to its hero power 
um, totem pool. So the Wrath of Air Totem plus one spell damage is being removed. And Strength Totem is being added, which gives a friendly minion plus one attack at the end of your turn. Um, so new totem, Wrath of Air goes away, but now you get to pick your totem, which I think makes the Shaman Hero power, uh, is that? I don't think you get no, to pick. Okay. It, it's just, it's just the, basically the pool one is totem up to, going up. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I misunderstood that for some reason. Uh, sorry about that, guys. So yes, um, Wrath of Air being gone makes sense considering... Some stuff we'll talk about later. <laughs> um, so, all players. Uh, so, classic format launches with patch twenty point and all players get a golden classic card pack to celebrate the release. So, and then we have the changes for new slash returning players. They are overhauling the legendary quest line for returning players. For new players, several quests include the legendary quest line will also be completed in Battlegrounds. Rewards for both will be changed to offer packs from recent expansions. Demon Hunter can be used to unlock, uh, can be unlocked like other classes, and completing Book of Heroes missions will now unlock that class. So, um, it streamlines a lot of the stuff for the, the, the newer players to the game. If you're a newer player to the game, kind of streamlines your path to, um, getting everything unlocked. So it's, it's a, feels like a good quality of life. And, and if you're listening to this podcast, this probably does not pertain to you, but it's nice that for them to go back and try and attract more players to the game. So. What do, what do we think of the 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 shaman totem change? I wrath of air always every time that that totem was rolled, it scared the living daylights out of me because it's just what shaman can do with spell damage was really something, and I have to tell you, strength totem to me seems underwhelming. But they, I I saw some some comments saying that they, you know, they've been trying it internally for a while and it's actually better than you think it is and so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting um it sounds to me it sounds better than wrath of air because wrath of air requires you to um have something to do with that and not all shaman decks have spells they're they're gonna want to like yeah maybe a little bit of spell damage could help here there it like classically like a control shaman it's like eh i mean i could use it in certain circumstances but most of the time it's it's pretty meaningless so like the fact that you could you know if you get the strength and have another totem on board then all of a sudden you're buffing up uh, you have a one two minion so it's or it's going to into whatever minions you have on board which is probably a lot easier for shaman to maintain um it feels more meaningful to me personally yeah, what I, do you think? Yeah, I, I think I like it more than Wrath of Air Totem. Um, I, the fact that it also triggers at the end of the turn, I think, is impactful. Because that means that if you have even just one other minion, and you use that hero power and roll that, you will still get that effect that turn. So you at least get something 
Uh, whereas the Wrath of the Air Totem is like, you have to roll that and have, you know, a spell that you want to use that that turn um, before that your opponent has a chance to kill it. So I like the fact that you'll, you guaranteed at least get the effect once, as long as you do have another minion. So I, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's a good change. Uh, I, I feel like sometimes maybe the Wrath of Air Totem is either like a, oh, this is sweet. That's exactly what I wanted. This Now my stuff feels really powerful. Or you're like, I didn't want that. That's terrible. I'd rather just even have a 1-1 one, one so it can do something. Yeah. You know, I, I always I always felt like the Wrath of Air Totem, if nothing else, had a soft taunt attached to it. Because, I mean, Shaman does have a fair number of spells. And those fair number of spells can go face uh, in a lot of cases as well. And so Wrath of Air Totem... Like I said, it always was scary to me. So this feels like a downgrade to me. I, I know you guys are uh, sound like you're you're flipped and the other way around, but I I had not even considered about the fact we have a a a reborn minion right now that does give plus one at the end of the turn, and you're you're pretty much always happy to see that. I mean, it, like in the early game, it it's it's something that can really help you snowball. So, uh. This might be a totem that could really help out uh, a more tokeny sort of uh, swarm uh, shaman deck, like like we've seen work in the past. Yeah, I feel like it. At very least, it can add one attack to something else at the end of your turn, and maybe cause it something to go from a value trade to a straight trade for your opponent. So, like. It's just, it's just the fact that it's going to do that at the end of the turn. Also, you know, micro mummies getting rotated at this, at the end of this. So like, and that was a paladin card too. So like, I, 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 yes, like for shaman, I feel like this is, I get what you're saying because shaman has lava burst, lightning bolt. Like there's a lot of scary stuff that shaman can do to just pile the damage on and like adding plus one damage to everything is going to just, but like to me personally, like the, their spells are like scarier, as, scary as finishers. But this is just a little scarier to me because it's just like it can it can allow you to attack with that that stone claw totem, or that takes the the fire totem up to a one or a two one, or you know the healing totem. It can make a trade and then heal something at the end of the turn. So like it. It seems it seems like a more solid, diverse situation because I think you're right that the sh the, the the spell damage is very very powerful, but you have to have those spells and you have to be built that way for that to be like super meaningful. Maybe that speaks to the type of decks I've been playing as Shaman recently. I'm not but... surprised. <laughs> uh, I mean, Evolve Shaman was a thing for a while, yes. too, to be fair, which doesn't yes. rely on having you know, spells it, and stuff. It, so. it did not. So, All right, so I, I'm going to jump into the second big announcement, which was the new expansion. We got to learn about Forged in the Barrens. That is going to be the first expansion of the year of the Griffin. It is a horde-focused expansion that has a new keyword. It has ranked spells, and it is actually adding spell schools. Which we, so we'll talk about all those things. 135 cards uh, scheduled to be released in March. 
Uh, I say that because if you buy one of the pre-order bundles, it says you can open them in March, but we do not have a definitive date of release as of yet. But there definitely is some speculation around the 23rd or so, because I think there was some uh, talk about the pre-order bundles not being available after that point. Yeah, I think it says the pre-orders are available through the 22nd. So There you go. There you go. That makes sense. So, yeah. Frenzy is the new keyword. So minions with the frenzy keyword will trigger uh, a powerful effect the first time they survive damage. So a little so it's like a spell burst type effect. Something has to happen. Uh, in this case, the minion takes damage and doesn't die, and then something happens. So we saw some AOE. We saw some uh, random attacking. There's a, a bunch of different options. Uh, and, uh, it, it, it looks, it looks interesting. I, uh, what, what did you guys think of, of the frenzy keyword? At least, at least initially. It's interesting. It's something different. Like it is not like, it seems to me it's, it, I, it, it reminds me of overkill, but more reasonable overkill to survive damage. Like you, it feels like that is easier to do than to kill over. So it seems <coughs> it seems better. So and it can uh. and it can happen on your opponent's turn. It seems like which is which is nice. Uh, whereas overkill, you had to be the one attacking in order to and survive in order to get the overkill. Versus this looks like it can happen on your opponent's turn. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure how I feel about it yet because uh, I feel like when I hear this effect, all I think about is risky skipper, and then I just start getting kind of pissed off and irritated. But risky, risky skipper is going away. Point. Yeah, yeah, risky well, skipper is yeah, going th- away. So I know, I know, but the effect because risky skipper has been like just such a staple in the meta, and it's it's feels like it's a bit too much so i i am a little bit hesitant with this because i feel like some of those effects might just be a little bit too over the top like they're gonna go off too many times and that it's not going to feel very good to play against um so that's kind of my my feeling right now but we haven't seen all of the cards yet so maybe some of them will feel a little bit better um or you know maybe there will be better ways to actually interact and deal with with so, some of those so. so it's the first time they take damage and survive. So it doesn't happen multiple, is it? Right. Yeah. yeah. It only right. it, it's the it's first only, time. Yeah. Yeah. So it only but, happens once. Yeah. Per card. Per card. I don't know. I still I, just feel like, like it's like, if I'm you not say- a deck that has a lot of frenzy stuff in it, it's, it's going to feel too, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little worried that it's going to feel too much. They did cap it at that first time, like you said, so it's it's not going to get the, like, multiple effects like Risky Skipper does, which I think that's going to make it feel a little better. But I'm kind of excited that they're trying new things, because it kind of feels like an Enrage type thing, but they're trying a variety of effects with it. So I kind of like it. Yeah, uh, it's... I'm unsure of the like how it's going to play in the meta. It's going to get play because 
it's going to be brand new. It's the first expansion of the year. There's the fewest amount of cards. So, like, I, I mean, I think you'll see Frenzy cards. Um, I'm just, but I ultimately, I also compared it to Overkill, which was a mechanic that saw zero to, like, maybe 2% Very, play. Trampling Rhino. <laughs> yeah. It was, That's like, Sulfrace. Some people sometimes maybe might have played Sulfrace sometimes. And that sure. was that that was about it. That's what I remember, so Champling Rhino's been used in Highlander Hunter some. That's pretty much. Is that, that that's not an overkill though. Oh no, yeah. you're right. Yeah, I'm that's thinking. not that, it's not overkill. Well, I was thinking the yeah, pirate, the five three pirate that when it attacked and survived, you draw two cards for rogue. Was, what was one that kind of saw some play? Yeah. Yep. 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 So, so yeah, that was one. What that, was that yeah, card that called? Was... Oh gosh. gosh. All right. We'll keep talking. I'll look it up. <laughs> All right. So ranked spells are spells that are going to grow with power as you reach five and ten mana crystals, regardless of where they are. So they could be in your hand. They could be in your deck. As soon as you hit five or ten mana crystals they start out as rank one have one effect then they have a rank two once you hit five mana crystals and then a rank three when you hit ten mana crystals uh we've seen a couple of those so far um chain lightning is a shaman spell that does two damage to a minion and then a random adjacent minion goes up to three damage to the target the target minion and an adjacent minion at rank two and then four damage uh at rank three so it's spells that are trying to um continue to be reasonably good options uh even in the later game which is nice and and we're told that all 10 classes are going to get ranked spells did you find did you find the card or what do you, what do you guys think of of ranked spells? Um so it reminds me of uh, the like the omega mechanic but now you have a halfway omega mechanic. So yeah, right. it's it's definitely interesting because it's like a card a card that summons 132 imp for two mana. Not not that good considering you can play flame imp. But if you if you spend two mana after turn 5ing it two or you spend two mana after turn ten and get uh was it four? Does it upgrade to four? I think it's three. Three. Okay, yeah, I couldn't remember. Um I mean it's you feel a lot better about that, so that's a very cool mechanic because it makes a card less of a dead draw, um, the later in the game it is. So I think it's a very interesting uh um thing, and I can't wait to see more of these uh level spells yeah i like it um also the i was thinking of the other rhino with overkill the akali the rhino was the warrior ah, one gotcha yeah that my brain was buffs. just like rhino and then i've been playing highlander hunter um <laughs> but i i think for me the thing i like about the ranked spells is that it's not going to be all spells so they can really kind of pick and choose which spells they want to to have that effect and maybe make a little bit more powerful and 
And uh, like Daring was saying, like if you draw it later in the game, it's not going to feel as bad because there are some cards like that right now that you draw a bit later in the game. And you're like, uh, if only this did like one more damage <laughs> per hit or, or whatever. So I, I like this. I think this is a really cool idea. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, li- I like that, too. And keep, keep some of these cards. They part of the, the problem with some cards is their viability in the mid to late game. And suddenly this. This could potentially maybe maybe this is the answer and you can include this and then it's flexible to use throughout the game. So speaking of spells, we now have spell schools that are going to be added to all new and existing spells in the game. So they are completely revamping. It's not just a spell. You're going to get a type of spell, a school of spell. Uh, We've got seven different schools, arcane, fell, Fire, Frost, Holy, Nature, and Shadow. Most of the spells in the game, because they did a breakdown of these, most of them in the game are Shadow, and Nature is second. And uh, so so you're going to see a lot of those spell types. And then this is cross classes. So this is like, uh, you know, you could have, uh, you know, Priest is going to have Holy and they're going to have Shadow you know, um, and different things like that. So, um, and then they can do some, some interesting things. Like, uh, we have a card that does specifically spell damage increase on nature spells, which, which we'll probably chat about a little bit early. So it adds a bit more complexity and a, and a bit more, uh, you know, deck building challenge or, or options or different things there too. So, I think this is really interesting and I'm I don't I don't know that I was expecting it. So so that makes it really interesting as well. What do you what do you guys think of this? Uh okay, so real quick. So just went through my collection. Um there are actually some cards that I forgot about overkill. <laughs> so baited arrow, saw play. Yes. Um blast wave, saw play, totemic smash. Zoverkill saw play. Mm-hmm. Akali, like Dragon Rider said, Ticket Scalper is what we were thinking. Ticket of. Scalper, that's Ticket hard. Scalper, and Unasta also saw some play. Oh yes, Unasta did see some play. So, um, this is super interesting. Um, so like because as we see, like from the one Shaman Legendary, it like you give spell damage. Plus two spell damage to nature spells. So, like, you can really, like, start to, you know, design things that enhance specific kinds of cards. Like, okay, draw two arcane spells. Or, like, your shadow spells do double damage or something like that. Like, I'm just kind of spitballing here. But, like, you can do very specific things where, like... You know, draw two fell spells from your deck, you know, which is a lot more reasonable than draw two spells from your deck because you can target things a lot, a lot easier. So this is something that's super interesting and can lead to um, a more balanced tutor effect, I would imagine. I'm not an expert on game design, so don't hold me to that um, because it could either make it more interesting or just bust the game's mouth wide open. So like it's, it's one of those things, but I think they've uh, had a pretty good um, grip over 
the the balance of the game. So I feel like this is probably um, going to make things more interesting and give you more options and to do like like I said, different like tutoring effects. So yeah, this was something that uh, when they announced it, I did not expect. Like Mage said, but also I did not know I needed this. And then they announced it, and I was like, I love this. And I feel like after a little while, it's probably going to be one of those things where I look back thinking, how did we play without these on there? Because I just feel like it it fits so well. And I feel like after a while, it, for me, like, Discover was one of those things. Like, when Discover first came out, it was like, this is sweet. I really like the way this is. And then looking back, it's like, how did we ever play without Discover? Like, we just got random stuff? What? what we didn't get to, like, pick? So I, I really like these schools. But, and the the fact that this is not just for this expansion. This is now a permanent thing in the game moving forward from now on. Like, I, I think it's really fantastic. And they can do a lot with it. And I'm really excited for that. Yeah, it adds complexity for synergies. It, it You can do things with with uh tutor effects as well there's there's extra complexity that they can add in that if you want to take advantage of it you can and you also don't necessarily have to as well so it 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 seems like a no lose situation but so i so yeah, so I, dumb I, question what are they doing for wild cards are they going back and branding all the spells what about the spell damage cards that are exist like uh, azure explorer I mean, they're, they're, well they're i'm just yeah, curious I, I, yeah i guess i don't know exactly on the on the minions that are doing spell damage i don't know because mm-hmm. we they haven't said specifically but they it does look like they've got they're going back and and addressing every spell and giving a spell type to those but yeah, I don't know how spell damage is going to work. That's th- uh, that's what right. I figured because like this, the the spells are pretty self-explanatory, right? Like you can easily right. figure out like uh, fireball is or fireball is obviously an arcane, you know, spell. So like most of the mage spells are probably arcane, but you know, I, I so I'm. I'm interested to see what they do with those minions for a while. It doesn't really affect me, but I'm curious. <laughs> sure, sure. Okay. Uh, so pre-order bundles are available, uh, as well as the first card from the new expansion, Shadow Hunter Vol'jin, is a legendary, and those were made available in patch 19.6 that dropped on Friday. We'll talk about that after a little bit. Uh, there are two bundles. There is a standard bundle and a mega bundle. Uh, mega bundles, 80 packs, five golden packs. The big change is two random legendaries in the bundles rather than one. That's that's huge. I, I love the fact that they're giving us two legend random legendaries on top of the packs and not just one. That's great. Uh, there is... Hummel Rune Totem, a druid hero portrait, as well as a card back that is coming in the Mega Bundle and Battlegrounds Perks. It is not called the Tavern Best. It is Battleground Perks are included in the pre-order. So you are not getting anything with the rewards track with the Mega Bundle. 
The standard bundle is 60 packs. Again, two random uh, Forged in the Barons legendary cards and then the Hamel Rune Totem card back. So I I, I always think the, the pre-orders are the best deal. And the fact that you get a bunch of packs and you get two legendaries this time, uh, definitely I, I already got my mega bundle. So <laughs> Dragon Rider, we heard about a new game mode. Let's, why don't you tell us about that? Yes, we did. They announced Hearthstone Mercenaries as being the new game mode. So Hearthstone Mercenaries is kind of a, it's an RPG gameplay with roguelike missions, uh, which is pretty different from what they've done before. Uh, players build a collection of mercenaries from fan favorite Warcraft characters. Uh, they're each going to have a unique set of abilities and you get to like acquire experience for each of them and, and get loot uh, by winning battles. They showed like a, like a progression map kind of thing that you kind of progress upwards. You're, you know, through the map. Um, you'll eventually get to earn abilities to evolve into more powerful versions of themselves. And during, during like the announcement and slides, they kind of showed like three different artworks for a few of the heroes so hopefully you get to even like see some different artwork or skins or something for them um you'll have a new collection of randomly generated encounters every time that you start a mercenaries run they will have a pvp mode uh, that you can play against other players but it is going to be optional uh, and then there's this was kind of like a general thing they didn't really give us a lot of detailed information necessarily. Uh, they're going to be giving us more information later, including a launch date. But uh, if anybody looked at the roadmap, it did show Mercenaries as releasing in the first phase. So that should be out before the second expansion of the year then, which could be as late as like, Mercenaries might not be coming out until like you know, July or August, potentially before that that second expansion. <laughs> but you know, uh, I'm super excited for this. I think this is this looks really cool. It's very similar to like Darkest Dungeon or Slay the Spire, like Hand of Fate type games, uh, where you you know you every time you start, it's going to be like a little bit of a random map, and you kind of progress through stuff. You might have fights you have to do. Maybe sometimes you get to pick something. Uh, but this looks really cool. And and uh, one thing they did say, Ben Lee mentioned, was, you know, if you don't complete, you know, you don't get all the way, like, to the final boss, um, you'll get to keep, like, loot and experience and stuff. So you'll still be able to level up your heroes and progress, even if you don't make it all the way, which I think is a really hearthstone thing to do i'll just say like it's very friendly towards more people playing because not everybody might be skilled enough or understand the combos to actually get all the way to the end so i like that they're doing that so that people can still play and eventually progress and get better and then they can beat that so i don't know i'm really excited for this i can't wait uh, to find out more about it i'm I'm hoping that uh, I don't get completely sucked into game mode <laughs> because, uh, you know, I'm still going to be wanting to play tournaments and play standard. But, I mean, if if it does uh, turn out as well as I feel like it will, then I'm probably going to get sucked in for quite a bit of play. <laughs> I mean, it's it's another free mode, so thumbs up. 
it definitely feels like it's not going to be leveraging your collection. This is going to be a separate right. thing that you're going to be able to do. It's not necessarily going to have deck building. We can't quite really tell. I, I'm having trouble getting my head around this because I understand what RPGs are and I understand kind of what roguelike are. But, like, I have entrenched in my head what Hearthstone is. And so, like, I had a hard time seeing what an auto battler would look like in Hearthstone. And then we saw Battlegrounds. So, I, you know, I have no doubt that they could do this. I'm just not really sure what it looks like right now. And I, I so I'm definitely waiting for more information so that I can, I can see what this looks like. But it sounds interesting. And it sounds like it could be a, a, a nice change of pace if you're... If you're not enjoying something about like standard or 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 you're you're not a battlegrounds fan or something this is this is something completely different you could try yeah it's it sounds super cool so yep all right so let's go over we got more uh details on the core set um we got some card buffs and reworked legendary dragons will be included we got buff cards, uh, Druid Minion, Mer- Menagerie Warden, now a 5-mana 4-4. Four, four. Buff card, Rogue Spell Assassinate, now costs 4. Four other cards that will be in this year's core set, Anoyotron, Tomb Pillager, Tyrion Forging, and Fireball. So, um, Yasera has been reworked. It's a battle cry. Add one of each dream card to your hand. Dream cards are getting tweaked. Maligos, battle cry, draw spells into your hand is full. And Deathwing, battle cry, destroy all other minions. Discard a card for each minion destroyed. Have been reworked for the core set. That feels like Deathwing feels better. Like, a lot better. <laughs> you play them on an empty board, then all of a sudden, you're, you're good to go. <laughs> you don't have to worry about discarding your hand. So, uh, it's very cool. I, I like I like all those reworks so far. So, uh, five new cards were revealed. So, we had for Shaman, Novice Zapper, Warlock, Fellow Soul, Jailer, Rogue, Vanessa Van Cleef, Priest, Thrive in the Shadows, and Neutral Overlord Runthak. So, Celestion reveals in a PC Gamer article that Jaraxxus will be a hero card in the core set. A new, the new version of Jaraxxus in the core set will be a hero card. Tuning on the Jaraxxus is a little different in the core set. We've balanced it accordingly. And an HS... Top decks and others are saying we should get a full reveal of the core set by the week of uh, 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 February 26th. So by Friday, they're saying we should have the core set. We should, well, we'll know what's, yeah. what 235 cards will be. Insanity. Against. I can't, like, it's just, my mind is like, bam. Like, that's so, like, we're talking three days away from when we're recording this. So, like... Oh, so what do you guys think of all these reworks they're talking about, uh, Dragon? I I think this sounds awesome. It really sounds like they are, you know, taking care to look at all of this. They're, you know, changing up some cards instead of just saying, well, 
let's just keep that the same, keep that the same. They're really putting work into it, uh, which, which I like and appreciate. And I think that's, that is what people I feel like expect if they're actually going to do a corset that, you know, they're, they're doing that. So I, I really like that they're doing that and that they came out and kind of revealed some of that and talked about that and not just, you know, oh, hey, cool, look at this card we're bringing back and just, you know, reducing one mana cost on it. They're really actually changing and reworking cards. Um, the dragons seem sweet. You know, I love dragons. So, yeah, those dragons seem really cool and I can't wait to play with some updated versions of the dragons. Yeah, the it, it definitely does feel curated it, it really you 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 really are seeing that they took time and really thought about all the cards that are going to be in the core set they, they've you know picked a card like anoyotron or tomb pillager and they said this this is a card that we want to include and it's perfect just the way it is or there was a card like assassinate that it's like well this card would have been still in standard because it's a it's a, i believe a basic or classic card but if it's going to stay we want it to actually potentially see play so it, we need to do something about it and so I, I i like that and they're trying to keep flavor of the classes in there so things like fireball Tyrion Fordring, things that are synonymous with the classes at least for the first year they're going to be included in in the core set so i like that the reworks on the dragons are are very interesting some i feel like might be a little worse than others. Some might be a little bit better than others. Um, the interesting thing is you can actually play both versions of the dragon in wild. So because, because the, the like Malagos, you could do the plus five spell damage version. You'll be able to play that in wild and you'll be able to play this Malagos that draws spells until your hands full. It, it, so that's kind of, kind of interesting as well. So um, yeah, I, I, I think what we've seen so far is great and you know some of the stuff we'll talk about the other things that are coming uh definitely it's like oh i'm gonna really have to think about how i'm playing a class now because it's gonna it's not gonna have tools that i'm used to used to having so speaking of there was a blizzcon hearthstone q a on saturday on Saturday morning or early afternoon, I guess it was Ben Lee, Alec Dawson and Joe Killian covered game economy, the core set forged in the Barons duels, Hearthstone classic. And there was a bunch of miscellaneous topic kind of hodgepodge of questions that were asked in the, in the 30 minutes. Uh, some of the things that we learned that are definitely pertain to, uh, to, to our audience here is swipe and wrath are not going to be in the core set for the for, for this first year for druids. So these are cards that we synonymously think about when we play again with and against druid and they're not going to have those this year. Uh they talked about feral rage and pounce uh as two cards that are going to be returning and those are going to be the kind of the cards that they're going to have to use in order to you know, manage the board or, or, uh, you know, deal with, uh, enemy, enemy minions. Uh, they talked about the core set. They said the 29 new cards that are going to be available in this core set change is likely the biggest number of new cards that they expect to see in a, in a core set rotation. They said they had to kind of lay some of the groundwork, uh, for this. 
but that, uh, you know, going forward, they don't expect that they're going to be creating 30 cards for, you know, 29, 30 cards from scratch every year uh, to supplement the rotating core set. Uh, they talked about control decks needing finishers, uh, cards like C'Thun the Shattered, as opposed to more resource generators like Arch of, Ar Archivist Elysiana or Galakron the Unspeakable. They, they want those control decks to be able to close out games in ways that aren't just pure value generation, which I, uh, I, I, I appreciate as somebody that doesn't like going to fatigue in games. Uh, priests are going to get face damage back, uh, as I think we could have speculated based on uh, Shadow Form coming back uh, as part of the rotating core set. Uh, but it's not going to be in large amounts or they're not necessarily going to be able to OTK people with with face damage like like they've been able to in the past. Uh, quest cards were something that they'd like to come back to again at some point. They liked the twist with the latest edition of quests. Uh, they said that if they did quests again at some point, they'd like to do another twist or a new take on, on quest cards that we haven't seen before. Uh, the Tavern Pass, they talked about that a little bit. They're revamping it. We've heard a little bit about this from uh, Ixar earlier, saying they're planning on revamping or expanding that 50 levels out uh, so that it's same experience, but you're getting rewards more often and faster. And that there's on the Tavern Pass itself, the, the pay portion, that there's going to be new, new cosmetics in the, in the new expansion that, that we should be excited about. Uh, but again, this is strictly cosmetics and, and it shouldn't feel like it's a required purchase uh, to, to, to get through an expansion. And uh, one last thing, the random hero portrait option is coming at some point. They realize that, you know, with giving us all these cosmetics, we have to have a way to show them off. And uh, they are working on that. And uh, no ETA on it just yet. Uh, but And they're planning on doing the same thing with a random coin option. But that isn't as high a priority because, frankly, there's not as many coin options just yet, uh, but but that is something they're aware of and are planning it uh, down the road at some point. So yeah, lot, lots of interesting stuff in thirty minutes. They were able to get a lot of questions. Man, I'm the random hero portrait is just sounds so cool to me because I have so many hero portraits that I don't get to use. So like it'll be cool to not even have to think about it. Just flip random and be like, ooh, I got blank this time like i got headless uther this time or i got you know uh my and like so it's like very cool i i think that's an awesome one so yeah what do you think dragon yeah i i think that's definitely a really cool thing uh that people have been asking for for a while but now it's like yeah they're you're giving us so many hero portraits like please it's the same as the card backs like let us let us switch between them um, you know, maybe it's not going to be a thing for everybody, but it's it's nice to have that option. So hopefully we'll get to see that soon. Um, yeah, but some of these changes are kind of crazy. Like, like Mage mentioned kind of at the beginning on like Swipe and Wrath not coming back to the core, core set. Like, again, that just speaks to them really tailoring this. And it's just... I'm realizing more and more how much it's actually going to shake things up. So 
I'm excited for that. Um, but they did in uh, in their actual uh, blog post for the Welcome to the Year of the Griffin, they did say, uh, you know, check out our initial announcement and for more details and be sure to visit the card library on February 25th after the full course that has been revealed, which is Thursday. So that's why all those other, you know, sites are saying we'll, we'll know everything by the end of the week. Uh, Cause they actually said that in the blog post, which is easy I to totally miss. <laughs> I totally, I totally missed that. I totally missed yeah. that. So, uh, which I did too. Um, the other reason I realized is because uh shout out to somebody in my stream today, because they mentioned that. So I went and looked and yeah, there it is. So that's exciting. We'll know this week. Which is kind of like, feels like we're getting card reveals, even though like most of them probably aren't with 29 new cards, but still feels like a card reveal season. So that's going to be uh, really cool to look at. But, you know, speaking of uh, some other cards that, you know, maybe have changed, we did get a patch that they kind of didn't even really talk about at all. They just said, uh, they announced that we would, everybody would be getting, uh, one of the new cards, uh, the Vuljin Legendary. Log in later today, they said on Friday. Well, yeah, that Friday later was an entire patch that included a whole bunch of battleground stuff, duels updates, bug fixes, uh, the pre-order bundles. Also a really cool looking uh, 30-year card back. And then that you have you have to go to the shop and just claim that it's free, but you do have to go in there and claim it. Uh, but they also did change High Abbas Alora, and it went from four mana to five mana. Um, and they put on here a dev note about it. High Abbas Alora is going to five mana in order to push out the swing turns she enables. When an individual card contains a large amount of deck win rates. A large amount of a dex win rate, as Allura does, it breaks the promises of a Hearthstone match. Instead of having a natural back and forth flow between players, games with a turn four Allura can create seemingly insurmount insurmountable board states too early in the match. At five mana, Allura's identity as a big spell build around card remains intact, but the change will give more room for games to occur before the swing and for responses to be ready after her spell burst trigger. Uh, and then they also announced that uh, with the Slaves patch, that Book of Heroes Valera will be launched on March 2nd. And of course, as with all of the other ones, there's going to be probably a week in, in the shop where you can buy like a Valera bundle and you'll get a, you know, hero yeah, portraits. A, and then there's yeah. the hero portrait you can see in the in the portrait collection and it is really cool looking and i'm desperately trying not to spend ten dollars on all these bundles because of the cool hero portraits and they made it really hard with the valera one i really i almost bought the priest one even though i don't play priest and then they did this to valera come on come on it, it feels like all of the rogue portraits lately have just been like straight fire yeah, they're all so good. And it's like, ah, I want all of these. But yeah, it's I, I find it interesting because I feel like they've done this patch thing a couple of times before where they announce all this stuff and they also drop a patch like in the midst of it that they never even mention. And then it's like, whoa, like, you look at the patch notes and you're like, battleground stuff, dual stuff, these bug fixes, a card change for Stan. And it's like, what? 
They didn't even talk about it. You know, it was funny because I, uh, I, I, I saw that like, oh, okay, the patch they changed Allura. They started playing Battlegrounds. I was like, wait a second, Molten Rock is in a two four. <laughs> What's going on here? Some of the other minions got like more health, and I'm like. I felt like Molten Rock was fine at 2-3, but anyways, we're not a Battlegrounds podcast. I just, it's, it's just funny. Sometimes I don't look through all the notes, and then I'll just notice random things. And they stop Dark Moon prizes, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, do, what do we think of the change from 4-mana to 5-mana? I, I mean, that's still a devastating turn if, they're, if you can get, you know, tip the scales out. But it does definitely make it slower, and one of the one of the ways uh, you can get by High Abyss is just pounding on the Paladin's face, and this gives you an extra turn to do that. So uh, yeah, so yeah, and and they have to wait to turn six if they're not on the coin too. The, they have to wait to turn six, and they have to um, <laughs> have hit a wand uh, wand uh, vendor. Wand maker, sorry, excuse me. Uh, yeah, they have to because the the only two spells in that deck are tip to scales, so they have right. to hit wand maker to do that. So it's it's a very interesting thing. But yeah, it definitely slows it down enough that like you can still play it. Like on t- it's still a good play on turn six. It's a big swing turn on six. It's just it can't happen on turn four anymore, which is good, which is very very good. So. I feel like this yeah, was a good been balance. A lot less. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's been a lot. Yeah, like I've still seen Ramp Paladin. So, like you're saying, like it's still a playable deck. You can still play that, but it's definitely gone down in popularity, which I think is good. Yeah, you know, it it feels like it's in a good spot now in the meta where you're still seeing it some, but not all the time. Um, although I did still have a Broom Paladin today that. Uh, Coined out Allura, and then played first day of school, and still hit their Libram of Hope. So on turn mm. four, they had like some one ones uh. out Allura and an eight eight taunt Divine Shield. I was like, all right, well, hmm. that does still not feel like they they did anything <laughs> yeah. with Allura because that, that kind still of final, feels but. like an insurmountable swing turn right there. Yes, that, that so, yeah, right there. but that one that that, bad, that one is a lot less likely to happen because there's hand of a doll, there's Libram of Justice. They're bad outcomes, like suboptimal. I shouldn't say bad. They're suboptimal outcomes from that Allura. In Ramp Ram Paladin, yes. there's only one outcome, and it's yeah. backbreaking. So, like, this being moved back a turn feels like a necessary thing. So it feels like a, a good balance yeah. because, obviously, you can still play it and still have a huge swing turn, but it's slower, which is nice. It gives you more time to react and um, prepare for it coming. One, one last thing that can't be understated. A lot of times with these one mana changes, that means one more draw, which means one more Murloc might not be in the deck. So tip the scales might not be quite as good when when it gets gets cast by Allura when when you use uh, that that spell burst effect. So um, yeah, it, it definitely can have a, a a big impact, even if it just looks like a small one because of a a, a one mana change. 
Okay, so next, let's move on and talk about Ixar's weekly question and answer number six. Um, Dean Ayala covered new player experience, arena, cosmetics, rank play for high legend players, and specific cards, among other topics. Animated Broomstick has come up in balanced meetings. Card in fun right card is fun in right decks, but less fun when it's everywhere. Um, almost like I've been saying this for <laughs> months upon months at this point in time. Did did you write that response or did he? I'm not sure. I've I feel like I'm I feel like I've been going crazy. Like um like I'm like the only one who's like pen flinger and a broom are a problem and then dragon rider randomly tags me to thread and like daring's been talking about this for months i'm like yes i'm not crazy <laughs> broom is a problem so uh more support for shadow priest is coming and expect less resource generation removal and life game so sounds like pretty much Everything they said they were going to deliver on, they're going to deliver on. So, okay, Mage. And next up, in our, we're down to the final last couple of things, real quick. There is four card backs coming back to the shop, as well as the Thunder King portrait and card back. Uh, the four card backs that are coming the Lunar New Year, Thrall card back, Thunder Bluff. And the Awesome Blossom card back. The uh, Lunar New Year and Thrall were from 2015. Thunder Bluff uh, was obtained in 2016. And Awesome Blossom was in 2019. Uh, all the I've actually gotten a couple of these. The Lunar New Year and the Thrall one. I think Thrall one's out in the shop right now as we record this. They're available like the other card backs were for 500 gold or 299 US. As well as the Thunder King portrait and card back, which were initially originally obtained when you bought a bundle that helped contribute to the Masters Tour prize pool a couple years ago. Uh, that one is available for 1500 gold or 999 US. And that one in particular is going to be available until March 8th. So if you've been wanting the Thunder King, you now is your chance. Dragon Rider, last last thing and then in the news section. Yes, yeah, so the last thing is they did uh, reduce the price for the Battleground perks again. So it is currently 650 gold or 499 US. Uh, we don't have an official release date for the next expansion. We kind of talked earlier about the like what it seems likely. But, you know, if you're looking at, if you still haven't gotten those Battleground perks and maybe you want those, you know, then that has been discounted again. So it's a good opportunity if that's something you wanted, but you haven't done it done it yet. Um, and then, you know, just a quick update on qualifiers. There were no qualifiers uh, this last weekend because of BlizzCon. They just didn't have qualifiers at all. Uh, but I did actually today... Uh, the Tuesday as we're recording this, uh, I finally hit uh, Legend on the third server. So I actually hit Legend on all three servers this month. That was kind of crazy to me. I was like, I don't know how I did the rest it. Of us, the rest of us slackers just doing it on one. I, and, I haven't uh, even hit Legend yet. So 
Yeah. Well, it just, you know, I was talking about uh, in my stream, I, I brought up that, you know, the end of the year, beginning of the year, we had an episode about our goals and, you know, what we wanted to accomplish. And it's like, one of my goals was to hit Legend on two servers in a month. And I did that in the first month. And now the second month, which also happens to be the shortest month, I did it on all three. It's like, I'm kind of looking around going... What what is happening? I don't I don't know what's going on. I've I've never actually tried, and to hit it on my first try, like it just feels uh, insane. So I did post as you know as I hit legend on on each server uh, with like screenshots of the deck and stuff. So if you're interested in any of that, you can check that all out on my Twitter. But yeah, hopefully next weekend is the last weekend for qualifiers. Uh, anybody that is trying to qualify for the Masters Tour. Uh, the first Masters Tour Iron Forge next weekend is the last weekend to qualify for that. So just a heads up if you are, you know, looking to do that, that uh, you, you definitely want to try to get those tournaments in if if you're trying. So I know I will be. So I, I'm just going to speak for for the everyone listening. We're not surprised because you're a good player. You just <laughs> did that. You know, hit your goal on the first month and then surpassed it in the second month. So you're 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 welcome, listeners. I just spoke on your behalf, <laughs> told Dragon Rider what you were all thinking when she said, I can't believe this is happening. I, what's going on? What's going on is your good play. Exactly. Precisely. Thank you. So we got a little bit time of left in this episode. So we all decided we just talk about one card from forging the forging the uh the baron sorry i i i knew it was barons so i just couldn't think of it um so yeah we just want to talk uh, about one of the was it 12 cards that have been revealed so far um yeah so dragon which, which card are you going to talk about for our little segment here all right uh so the card that I kind of picked out of this that I don't know why, but it's drawing my attention is the Shaman Legendary Minion that they revealed, Brukhan. And he's a four mana, five attack, four health. And it says nature spell damage plus three. Um, I don't I don't know. Like I just I feel like this is a really cool card. He's decently statted and it really gives a good direction to what you want to be doing that specific this is we're getting to see that specific spell school being shown here and also the plus three feels pretty significant so i am really curious to see but this legendary looks pretty sweet to me and the fact that he's only four mana feels like you can play him and potentially a couple of spells so there might be some really cool stuff you can do with him uh, that chain lightning sounds pretty sweet with that guy on the board. Yeah, that would definitely yeah, clear seems... up a minion or two. <laughs> uh, mage, mage, what is what is a card that has you interested out of this set? I, so far? I, there, there was no way I could look at the list of cards we've seen so far and not talk about the neutral common. The two mana peon <laughs> for back hearkening back to the original world or original Warcraft days. Uh, it is a two mana two three with the frenzy, the new keyword that says add a random spell 
from your class to your hand. So uh, it, it reminds me a little bit of Wand Maker, which has seen a fair amount of play. Uh, it This kind of fits in that same sort of thing. It's a neutral card. It does require you to take to to take some damage and survive for you to get the card. And it's not limited to necessarily just one mana spell. But uh, I, I really liked it. Um, the, the card art is cool. And as uh, was pointed out uh, on Twitter and even uh, daring before the show, the flavor text on this is amazing. If you've played the original RTS Warcraft, it says the jokes on the peon, the job's never done. Harkening back to when you'd click on him, he'd say job's done as one of the things that he would say. So I, I love this card. I feel like this is a good enough card that it's actually going to see some play and it's got the new mechanics. So I had to talk about it. Oh, so yeah. also there's some great flavor text um, on here um, for the the cards we have so far, like desperate prayer, <laughs> which is the flavor text is, whoa, we're halfway there. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> a little Bon Jovi reference. Um, and the one I'm going to talk about is Sunscale Raptor, because I am um, pretty much a big Dinosaurs fan, and like Raptor being my favorite uh, dinosaur, I have my Jurassic Park coffee mug that I drink out of every day. So, like, I'm, yes, I love Raptors, and this is a cool card. It's a one mana, one three beast with Frenzy, shuffle a Sunscale Raptor into your deck with a permanent plus two, plus one. So it suddenly becomes a three, four the next time you draw it. <laughs> and for one, for mana. one mana. And then it becomes a five, five <laughs> for one mana. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, um, and to look at the flavor text, and they don't stop coming, 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 and they don't oh stop coming, God. and they, yep, I had to read it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it really is. So, um, it, it's a hunter beast that's a one drop that is a one three. And dwarven sharpshooters going away. Like I don't imagine. Like I can't see how this just doesn't immediately get slotted into pretty much every hunter deck on the face of the planet. So the new dire mole. Yeah, dire mole was fantastic in hunter for as long as it was in standard. Mm. This is exactly that, and with the potential of putting more of these beasts in your in your deck with with a buff attached. Yeah, it's it's kind of hard to see. How that one, like, your opponent, if you play this on turn one, your opponent has to do a lot to remove that without it getting its effect. So, like, it's, it's pretty good. <laughs> so. All right. So, we just wanted to kind of briefly talk about some of the cards that have been revealed. Um, we are already at an hour. So, let's go ahead and, Mage, you want to go ahead and go over this week's poll question. Okay, this week's poll question, we learned a lot about the new expansion and the core set and all this stuff, but, um, you know, something both Dragon and I talked about, something happening that we weren't, didn't, didn't know or didn't expect, which was the spell schools. 
we want to know what was your initial opinion of spell schools is is this something that yeah it's about time they added this this is this is great uh not sure what you think about that just yet need to see more cards and and how this is going to work or is this too complicated and and you liked the way spell damage and the spells worked previously so let us know your thoughts on on spell schools and we will talk about the results on next week's show um also, uh, spoiler alert, we will be releasing a podcast on Saturday, which will be just an interview with Dr. Three. We will be interviewing uh, one Alec Dawson. Um, so that is our big announcement. And uh, we will mention that I will mention this in the tweet when I send it out. So this is uh, I've been sitting on this for a little while and we're all we're all pretty excited to get to interview uh especially at this time like this some some reason when i set up these interviews they always hit at like the most ideal time so like a a senior game designer right after blizzcon right after an expansion announcement talking about a rotating core set uh just so so much that we could talk about and there's lots of stuff from like Dark Moon races that we could talk about too. I mean, there's there's lots lots of things we could talk to. Him. Yeah, it's it's crazy and it's just exciting. So, Dragon, do you do you want to express your level of excitement? Because it looked like you were trying to say something in there. Yay! I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, I've like known Alec for a long time. Getting into this, you know, he was kind of one of the OG Hearthstone podcasters and all of that, you know, before he ever even uh, joined Blizzard. So, uh, you know, there's, I will probably mention this uh, in, in our interview, but, you know, I actually got a coaching from him when he was doing the Golden Wisp. Uh, he was doing some free coachings for people. So that was like very early on, I think at that point, you know, the highest I had hit was like rank 14 or something in, in that old ladder system so like very very early on so i am very excited for this you know not only because of who who he is but like mage said all of the you know the timing and just everything going on it's it's chef's kiss it's perfect (laughs) okay so you can find the show on twitter at dr 3hs you can email us at dr 3hs at gmail.com and you can follow the top pin tweet to take you to our discord which has been getting more and more uh active i was gonna say bumping but then i remember how criticized i got last time for saying that (laughs) so uh and you can find me on twitter at um daring outline and i've been streaming i was streaming resident evil 2 last night so i'll probably finish that on stream um at twitch uh tv it's twitch.tv forward slash daring outline dragon rider uh you can find me on twitter at donnie dk that's d-a-w-n-i-e-d-k and then streaming pretty much uh, most of the week now at twitch.tv slash DK. And Mage, take us home. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at MageDeath. And Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash MageDeath. 
All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in this week, this very news-packed and exciting week. And as always, you've been listening to A Doctor 3. Where's the... Oh, it must be at the crossroads. Boom.